0: Day two on Radio Row is officially in the books, and the Raiders officially have an offensive coordinator in Luke Getze. That plus a whole lot more coming up on Wednesday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast for February 7th, 2024.
1: Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: Just win. You ought to win as a
3: Raider. Pillaging just for fun. You'll not
0: when he's conquered and won. Welcome in Raider Nation, to another edition of the Lockdown Raiders Podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast To get the latest edition of the show as soon as it becomes available, as always, if you're checking us out on YouTube, thank you very much. Definitely appreciate that. Of course, if you're checking us out by way of just a regular podcast, we appreciate that as well. All the downloads, all the subscriptions, everything you do, Raider Nation, is awesome. We appreciate the support. If you're checking us out on YouTube, a uh, big us to my man, Ari, who has us up on YouTube each and every day, making sure we're looking good. And sounding good. So we definitely appreciate him. Check him out on Twitter at Ari Produces. You can hit me up as well at your boy Q254. As many of you did. A lot of you hit me up on Tuesday and said, Q, I don't know what's going on, but about 13 minutes into the show, there's a bunch of echoing going on. I don't know what's really going on. I apologize for that, Raider Nation. I'm not too sure exactly what happened. I wish I had a great answer. I was like, well, I hit this button. Oh, I hit that button. I really don't have any idea. I'm thinking that I hit an effect on accident on my uh, recording unit that i have here down at the uh, radio row in the mandalay bay but i'm not 100 sure so i apologize thanks for bearing with me and appreciate everyone who reached out and was like trying to give me a heads up what was going on so you could always hit me up about anything at your boy q254 got the Locked lockdown raider podcast voicemail line at 707-654-4693 your calls and texts are coming up in segment number three of the show. And as you can imagine, with the the announcement being official, Luke Getzey is the offensive coordinator for the Raiders. A lot of feedback when it comes to the OC and the potential quarterback of the Raiders. So that's going to come up in segment number three of today's show. Segment number two, we're going to get to know Luke Getzey just a little bit more. Peter Bukowski from Locked On Packers. He's also down here in Las Vegas on uh, Radio Row in... uh uh, mandalay Bay's convention center, got a chance to catch up with him on Tuesday to talk all things Luke Getze, and it was perfect timing. This was actually before it became official. It was just one of those, hey, you know what, Peter, let's get a few uh, you know, thoughts going. I want to hear your thoughts on Luke Getze since he was in Green Bay as long as he was. So uh, you'll hear from Peter Pekowski coming up in segment number two. Here in segment number one, news and notes of the day, everything that uh, shook out here on Radio Row. want to bring it to you. and We'll jump right into that after I tell you about the title sponsor, which is Prize Picks. Uh, they are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizeweeks.com slash locked on NFL. Use promo code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I'll tell you a lot more about them later on in the show. But off top, as I mentioned, Luke Getze, former uh, offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, was also in Green Bay for a while, is now the official offensive coordinator for the Raiders. They put out a statement and said, Getze joins the Raiders after two seasons as the OC for the Bears, bringing with him 17 years of coaching experience, including nine in the league. Uh, 2023 gets he led an offense that ranks second in the NFL in rushing attempts with 534 rushing yards with 2,399 and rushing yards per game, 141.1. Under his guidance, wide receiver DJ Moore registered a career highs in receptions with 96 receiving yards, 1,364, and TDs, 8. He also saw tight end Cole Komet set career best for receptions, 73, and receiving yards, 780 and 19 in his first season as the bears coordinator in 2022 gets helped guide the team to a franchise record 3,413, 3,014 total rushing yards in the league best 177.3 rushing yards per game prior to joining chicago gets he spent seven seasons with the packers in multiple roles silvering as the team's quarterbacks the passing game coordinator from 2021, and 21 quarterbacks coach in 2019 wide receivers coach for 2016 and 17 and offensive quality control coach from 2014 and 15. So that's a rundown there on Luke Getzey, who was officially named on Tuesday the offensive coordinator for the Silver and Black. And it's funny, Antonio Pierce, the Raiders head coach, was here on Radio Row on Tuesday, and uh, my buddy David Smoke from ESPN, well, used to be at ESPN Central Texas, was my former boss. He's here as well, representing sickof365.com. He's still in Central Texas. He uh, sent me a text. It was like, hey, AP is here over in the corner. You might want to go get him. So he knows me. I'm Johnny on the spot. So I rushed over, and that's actually when AP was talking to Brian Baldinger, and I saw him, and I kind of camped out. I dropped everything that I was doing on Radio Row, any interviews I was trying to get. I just camped out and waited for uh, AP to get off with uh, uh, Brian Baldinger and thought, okay, I'll get an opportunity to uh, catch up with him. So Will Kiss from the Raiders was really cool and was like, all right, I can't let you just you know sit down and talk with him because he's going to get surrounded. He's got a couple different places he's got to go. He's got to go check in with Raiders.com. Then he's got to check in with JT the Brick. But you can walk with them and talk with him if you want. So I did that. And it's funny because I did that the day before with Jacoby Myers and Aiden O'Connell. So I'm thinking, OK, this is something I'm going to do every day. So now it's like my mission. Who can I walk and talk with today? So (laughs) it was uh, Kobe Myers and Aiden O'Connell on Monday, Antonio Pierce on Tuesday. We'll see who it is on Wednesday. But getting back to the conversation with Antonio Pierce, and you'll hear it in just a few minutes, it was announced officially that Luke Getzey was going to be the OC at 3 p.m. Pacific time. That's when the Raiders put out the uh, release that he was the guy and made it official. Well, I talked to AP probably around 1.30, and in the conversation, you'll hear in just a second, he actually says, because I asked him about putting the staff together, he said, well, we got Luke Getzey now in the mix. So he actually let the cat out of the bag before the announcement was made at 3 o'clock, but instead of, you know, kind of going to the table and and deciding just to spill the beans and be like, well, AP just told me Getzey's the guy. Even though I had a pretty good suspicion that he was going to be the guy, I waited until 4 o'clock before I played at the interview on Raider Nation Radio 920 Unnecessary Roughness with Coach Antonio Pierce. But with that being said, I definitely want to bring that conversation to the table here on the Lockdown Raiders podcast. So here's my walk and talk situation. (laughs) And that's what I guess is going to be now, a situation where I have each and every day. Uh, But no, it's it's great. I have no problem doing that. Uh, Here's my conversation with Antonio Pierce from Tuesday Radio Row. We're here on Radio Row with uh, Raiders head coach Antonio Pierce. and AP, I had to ask you about the piece you put out in the Players' Tribune. Raider Nation loved it. What were your thoughts when you were putting that together?
1: No thoughts. It was, you know, ask a question. I kind of let it flow. It was um, probably a little bit behind the scenes. AP, you know, pulled back the curtain a little bit right there. But the thoughts just let people know how I feel growing up. Uh, as a Raider fan, how I was as a player, what got me to this level, and then obviously um, the position I am now as a head coach and what our thoughts and our vision is going forward.
0: I know I've asked you a few times what this journey's been like, but now that it's all said and done, you're putting your staff together, what has this been like? What does this feel like for you?
1: Well, it takes a work now. You better, be, you better, yeah, take, you better yeah. take the time. You better do it with patience. You better do it with um, clear thoughts and not emotion. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. I think the biggest thing for me is to get – people that fit the vision and mold and mentality that I want us to look like in our organization going forward. It's got to be all about culture. That starts here first and foremost. Everybody got X and O's. I've seen a 1,000 PowerPoints. But more importantly, how does that fit in with our players and what we want to do going forward?
0: What is that identity that you want to have for the Raiders moving forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of clear in those last five games. You know, a team that plays with high effort, energy, passion, love for the game, physicality, execution at a high level, and then listen, at the end of the day, we're in Vegas, man. It's time to put on the show, and we right. want to put on the show. But you're looking for guys that want to do it our way, the Raider way, as I've said before.
0: Antonio, Pierce, our guest here. We're on Raider, Raider Nation Radio 920. We're on uh, Radio Row. And so putting the staff together, what was that like for you?
1: Yeah, it's still a work in progress. Not done yeah, yet. we right. still got some pieces. Be, the key part, though, kept Patrick Graham really fired up and excited about that with him. Got Lou Getze on board, uh, officer coordinator, so we're fired up about that. And again, we got to fill out the rest of the pieces, and we'll do that as we go along. But, again, it's going to be thorough. It's not going to be a fast and a rush process. When we find the right guy, we'll pull the trigger.
0: What was it that stood out to you about Ganty and what he brings to the table?
1: He whooped our ass when we played him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I laugh because of the way you say it and not because of what happened. What, what? Well, that's, that's what happened. Right. We we, right.
1: who, who's his quarterback? I don't know, but he beat us. Yeah, Tyson Bates. Who's who's his running back? I don't know. He was able to. We couldn't stop him. Who's his old line? They was able to scheme us up. I thought they did a really good job going into that game, playing against us. And more importantly, to be honest, I mean, when he came in, he had a plan. He had a vision of what to do. It did mirror up to what we wanted to do going forward. And um, you look at what they was able to do in the run game. Obviously, I know there's always questions about everything, but we'll fix that going forward with our passing game and our skill guys.
0: I know, obviously, you want to be coaching in the game coming up on Sunday at Allegiant Stadium, but does this kind of provide a little bit of extra motivation, a little extra edge to bring back to the table, like, this is what we need to be doing, fellas?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're all chasing the same goal. At the end of the day, there's only one winner. There's 31 losers, right? Mm -hmm. So we're one of them. There's going to be somebody else that's going to be added to that pot come Sunday. Um, What we're doing, though, we're trying to chase this division first and foremost because this team keeps showing up. Yeah, yeah. Showing up in this game And we got to win a division We got to handle these guys And uh, what i like us to do And see is just be more consistently In our play Each right. and every week And again that, that starts with the coaches But you got to get the players To do it as well
0: Your team was the last team That defeated this team That's playing in Kansas City So I've been asked multiple times Well what was the recipe What did they do What did they do So what, did, what was the recipe That you guys put out there On Christmas morning
1: You saw it Ill intent Physicality Pain Make them think about business, Making business decisions Right our business decisions are better that day.
0: So there you go. It's fun to catch up with AP. Uh, real good dude. He ended up, like I said, going to Raiders.com. And uh, then he went over to uh, Raider Nation Radio 920 and sat with JT the Brick for a few minutes. And it's funny. I was sitting there listening to the conversation. I was like, is he going to announce Getzy on the radio live before uh, before the 3 o'clock announcement? And he didn't. So I was like, yes, at least I got that still. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. But it was great to catch up with AP. So hopefully you enjoyed that uh, quick conversation. Again, little walk it like I talk it action uh, on Radio Row on Tuesday at Mandalay Bay Convention Center. Coming up in segment number two, who is like Luke Getzey? What should Raider Nation expect from Luke Getzey as he is now the offensive coordinator for the Silver and Black? Peter Bukowski from Locked On Packers joins the show as I caught up with him on Radio Row on Tuesday. You'll hear that, that conversation as we talk all things Luke Getzey. We'll do it next here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Before we get to that, though, I do want to tell you about DoorDash, and it is weeks like this when DoorDash is perfect. These are the kind of days that you need, DoorDash, because there is not a lot of food on Radio Row. I got a big old bag of snacks and a cooler full of drinks, like energy drinks and waters and you know whatnot like that. But uh, about real food, when it comes to real food, I do not have any on Radio Row. And as you could tell, if you're watching on YouTube, I am the last of the Mohicans that is here. Right, I get here early in the morning around 7.30 a.m. Pacific time, and I leave after midnight. So uh, it's a long, long day without a lot of food. And so one way to you know put some food in my belly is to go through DoorDash. Now that I have the app on my phone, it's real easy. Uh, pop it open, whatever I want that's here near Mandalay Bay. Uh, I can reach out to them and boom, DoorDash will bring it right in and I can go right to the door so uh, they can do that. They can bring, bring my food, they can deliver it and I can get something to eat if I so need to. Now the problem is, I forget to slow down and actually do that at times, but I can. I have the capability because I have the DoorDash app. If you don't have the DoorDash app, I don't know what you're waiting for. Get it right now. Get 50% off of the $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app, and enter the promo code lock 23 It's all one word. LOCKED23, the number two, three. It's all one word. Subject to change. Terms apply. Again, you got to download the app. You'll get 50% off the $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. Just download the app. Use the promo code. You have to have that. Lock 23. It's all one word. Subject to change. Terms apply. I also want to tell you about the title sponsor of the show, which is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. They're the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than two to six player stat projections and you watch the winnings roll in. Just like that. With the big game right around the corner coming up on Sunday, prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game changing moment into 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you could turn $10 into $1,000 and it will, it will expire right after the big game. So you got to get on it right now. So if Patrick Mahomes throws for more than one yard in the big game, you can win on prize picks. Just like that. Is that serious? Is that easy? Because you know that he's going to throw for more than one yard in the big game, right? I'm just saying <laughs> it, it is that Stinking easy. Uh, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make picks and submit them in your entries in less than 60 seconds. Quick cash withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. All you gotta do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Again, prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Prize picks, pick more.
1: Pick less. It's that easy. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to get to know... Offensive coordinator Luke Getze spent a few years in Chicago as offensive coordinator and spent a handful of years in Green Bay in a multiple amount of different roles. Right. From, uh, you know, quarterback coach, passing game coordinator, wide receiver coach and offensive assistant. There's done a lot of different things in Green Bay, was there for seven plus years. And I had an opportunity to catch up with my guy, Peter Bukowski from Locked on Packers on Radio Row on Tuesday to talk about getsy so here we go starting off the conversation we talked about a few other things but i just want to get to you know the meat and the potatoes of the conversation so we're starting off with peter responded to me about getsy and green bay so here it is my conversation with peter bukowski from locked on packers getsy was in green bay so you cover the packers like a glove devontae was obviously in green yep. bay how much of the influence do you think maybe devontae could have had and really what does getsy bring to the table yeah
2: so Luke Etsy is one of Devontae Adams' favorite coaches okay. and was the receivers coach in Green Bay and, and was actually, he was so influential on those late-stage Mike McCarthy teams that the Packers actually brought him back on staff to be Aaron Rodgers' quarterback coach. And it was someone Aaron Rodgers said, I want this guy, I love this guy, please bring him back. And, yeah. and it's Devontae's guy too. And so I'm not surprised in an organization now that seems to be in a, in a really cool way, honestly, player led, mm-hmm. Max Crosby going out on a limb saying, I want this guy or trade me, Devontae Adams. I mean, pretty strong statements of like, yeah. this is our coach. We want him to be our coach. Um, I, I don't know that, that always turning over you know, everything, as we're seeing in New York right now with Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. is the smartest way to handle that business. Right. But I think especially with position coaches. Mm-hmm you know how to get the most out of these players. And when you look at the the growth, like Devontae Adams was not Devontae Adams in 2016 and 2017. Mm -hmm. He became Devontae Adams, arguably wide receiver one in the entire NFL over that period of time when Luke Getze was there. And so that was a big part of his development. The question I think is really interesting, Q, is if he's going to run an offense now, what does that look like? Because we saw in Chicago, it didn't always look pretty, but that's because Justin Fields, mm-hmm. I, I just think you're so handicapped when a quarterback is so limited the right. way that he is. He's incredible um, as, as an athlete running the ball. He's an incredible deep ball thrower. But you got to eat your vegetables in this league, Q, and mm-hmm. he just didn't. The quick game was just not what, where he could live consistently. Right. Um, and that's such a big part of the offense that Luke Getze ran with Mike McCarthy all that wet those west coast staples mm. slant flat all that good stuff and then with with Matt LaFleur it's a little bit different flavor that heavy play action like i think that part of this it comes down to then who's going to be the quarterback right 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 it's a big question and and he also comes from he spent a year in at Mississippi State with Joe Moorhead, who's who is one of the offensive innovator innovators in the college game or at least that was how we thought about him at the time <laughs> uh, it happens and, and so I'm really interesting to see what an offense where you have a quarterback where you're not as limited by what he can do. The problem is the Raiders have a quarterback where you're limited by what he can do. Yeah. So, I, like... What does that look like? What kind of moves do they want to make? Um, I don't see at all any sort of scenario where it makes sense. to. I've been hearing this, like, oh, now tra- get Luke Getzey and trade for Justin Fields. Why? Right, Did you watch right. that team last year? Exactly. It was a mess. It didn't work. Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to run that back.
0: No, I don't think you would, right? And that's something I've been trying to let everyone know at Raider Nation. Like, yeah, that's not happening, right? If Getzey is your guy, Justin Fields is not your guy. Exactly right. Right? So, okay, so let me ask you this. And, again, Peter Bukowski is our guest here on Radio Row, live in Mandalay Bay Convention Center. What is the ideal quarterback for, for a Luke Because, look, Aaron Rodgers ain't walking through the door. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is ideal for everybody, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's – yeah. he'll make it work with him. But what kind of style, what kind of quarterback do you think he'd fit best with?
2: I think you have to have someone who can do quick game process. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to one step, three step, and, and get the ball, which is something that I think someone like Jimmy Garoppolo can do. Mm-hmm. But when you're so limited in being able to create explosives – that hamstrings what your offense can be. And I think the Matt LeFleur offense that we saw in Green Bay with Luke Getzy was a lot more play action. We saw that last year with Justin Fields. Heavy play action, and then let's take our shots vertically. When that Bears offense was at its best, that's what they were doing. Right. And so you need someone who can do the quick processing, is willing to attack the middle of the field, right. and then can also push the ball vertically. You don't have to be the most – we saw this with Jordan Love last year in Green Bay – you don't have to be the most accurate deep ball thrower. Mm-hmm. You just have to hit enough of those. You need to be a high-variance deep ball thrower. Gotcha. And then, and then the rest take care of it. So you don't need, you don't need some, like, rocket arm quarterback by mm-hmm. any means. But you, need, you have to be able to take the quick game stuff, the easy stuff, the RPOs, those things that are built into this offense. Um, and, again, we don't know exactly what the Luke Encey offense is going to look like. Right. But, a quarterback who's gonna who's gonna be able to give you that quick game stuff, and then is gonna hit enough of those deep shots where you're not limited by the arm strength. Mm. That is what um, the offense needs, and that frankly that's what Dante Adams needs, right? right because right. he can. No one wins quick early better than he does. Yeah, at the line of scrimmage, he's the best in the mm. game. But he can also push the ball vertically, and they just one of the big problems that I have watching the Raiders at any given point is like, can you give Devonte some chances vertically, please? Right. And try not to get my guy killed in the middle of the field, <laughs> please? Hey, man, they gave him some medicine balls last year, man. <laughs> it, and and that's the thing is yeah. like, just just like give him a little bit of help. Um, I don't I don't know if there's a, a trade out there. Um, we'll see what the free agent market brings to bear. You know, Kirk Cousins is going to be a, a popular Devontae name. Devontae mentioned Kirk Cousins. I'm not surprised. Kirk Cousins... Again, if you're going to run a Luke Getze, if he's going to run that sort of Matt LaFleur offense, mm-hmm. Kirk is exactly what I'm talking about. Right. He can he can give you the quick game stuff, and then he, he has some of the best deep ball throws you'll see in the league. He can make wild throws. Yeah. He'll also just make some throws where the picture's not clean, where you just go, Kirk, what are you doing, my right. guy? Right. And he's a little more risk-averse than I'd want. You know, like, they lost the game last year because he, or two years ago because he checked the ball down on fourth and eight, and it's just like, Kirk, we can't, we can't <laughs> right. be doing this. But also, beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if it's not going to be Aiden O'Connell, do you want to do it in the draft? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'd be all for. I That's think, my preference. I, I think if you're going to do that, there, this is a, a great class to do that with. Like, mm. someone like when you have Jimmy G in the building and you have Aiden O'Connell, what about someone like J.J. McCarthy okay. who just turned 21, who needs some time to develop, but can make plays with his legs, and he's got a laser arm. He's got a rocket arm. Okay. can make plays out of structure, which can, I think, make up for some of the, the deficiencies that he has, um, you know, just, just polish-wise because he wasn't asked to do a lot with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And so give him a year or two, and in a year or two, man, you could – now the problem for Devontae is, like, he doesn't have a year or two. Right. He right, wants right. to do it right now. Of course. Um, but you have the bridge quarterback already in the building you really have two because O'Connell. We saw like he, he, he can win he, games. He, he, he can do stuff. Games, yeah. He can do stuff. So I, I would like that. I also think like someone like Michael Penix, who is a little bit more pro ready. Right. He deep deep balls like inconsistent, but can do it. And he's used to got throwing to Roma Dunze, mm-hmm. incredible player. Yeah, he is. Just give him a shot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what, that's what, if you're Devonte, you're you're going to the coach every play, the quarterback every play, going just give me a chance. Yeah, give me a chance to make this play, and I'll make it. Right. And so that's the really that I think those are two names that out in a second round.
0: Ooh, I don't know if I don't know if Penix makes it as round two. Maybe McCarthy, maybe, but he's a national champion. He's going to get a lot of love, man, and there, he's athletic. The productivity
2: is not there for him, and I think that yeah. would be the reason. And then for Penix, like it's going to be the medicals. If right, and that's the problem. Yep. It's like if he clears the medicals part, mm-hmm. then he's probably going to go earlier. Right, and if he doesn't. Then, like you, kind of don't want to take him. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if he's going to fall, you don't want to take him right, because right. of all the red flags part. So, sure. that's the that's the trick here. Yeah, um, it's a. I think it's a good class of quarterbacks. If you need one, the question is how aggressive other Raiders going to be trying to get one.
0: So, final question for you again, Peter Bukowski is our guest here. At Locked on Packers. We're talking all things Luke Getzey. Talked a little quarterbacks as well. There's a lot of conversation. I think Albert Breer put this out about Luke Getzey and very well-respected around the league. And a lot of Radio Nation's like, oh, my gosh, he's not respected. Look what he did in Chicago. But it sounds to me like he's well-respected. Well, what
2: do the best players in the league think about him? Aaron Rodgers? Right. Devontae Adams? Yeah. They love him. Right. And, and I think it, it speaks to, to something um, about your coaching as a position coach if when you're a receiver's coach, the quarterback is going, that's my guy.
0: Yeah. yeah you know what true. I
2: mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think that, that speaks to the quality of coach that he is. And he is a respected coach around the league. There's a reason. He got interviews at multiple places once the Bears, you know, ingloriously said, it's time for us to move on. Yeah. Um, he was still in demand. And I think that um, it would be – I certainly would be much more excited about a Luke Getze hire than a Cliff Kingsbury hire, okay. personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got and you. I was saying, you know, while the while Bears nation was, was taking a giant dump on Luke Getze over the course of mm-hmm. this last year – I'm going. I would welcome him back in Green Bay to be the quarterbacks coach when Tom Clements decides it's time to hang up right. the the Reeboks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I I still have a lot of respect for him as a coach. And again, when the best players in the league think he's a good coach, I don't know. Maybe like listen to that.
0: So there you go. Myself and Peter Bukowski on Tuesday on Radio Row inside Mandalay Bay's Convention Center. Uh, We're going to be here all week long, excited about the opportunity. He's actually sitting right behind the booth that I'm at. I'm at table 46 and 47. He's at table like 45, (laughs) right? So, I mean, he's literally right behind us. So it's good to be able to catch up with him on Tuesday, and it worked out really well as Luke Getze later on in the afternoon was named the official offensive coordinator of the Silver Black. It's something that we pretty much felt like was going to happen, but after the fallout with Cliff Kingsbury, until it was actually official like a referee's whistle, you don't want to just go ahead and assume that it's going to happen, but I did want to get a little bit of information some details behind Getze, and there's going to be some guys uh, that cover the Chicago Bears that are here on Radio Row that I'll catch up with probably on Wednesday or Thursday, and I'll bring it to the podcast as well, just to continue to get us a little bit more familiar with who Luke Getzey is. So what's on your mind? What are your thoughts on the hire Luke Getzey? What does that mean for the quarterback position? You'll hear your calls and texts coming up in segment number three at 707-654-4693. This is the Locked On Raiders podcast. Before we get to any of that, though, I do want to tell you about better help. And sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you, and it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased, in your life or on your life again it's really easy to talk to someone who doesn't have an agenda that's the biggest thing it's easy to talk to someone who doesn't have an agenda because they're not going to lean one way or the other they're just going to hear you out and give give you their feedback or maybe even just listen sometimes i feel i found out that you know just someone listening to what i have to say and not even really giving me any feedback is really is just as good as having the right advice for me so uh, that's where better help comes in because, again, it could be something that is massive, like a major decision in your life, or it could be something that's small that's just kind of eating away at you, eating away at you. Or maybe you're in a position at your job and, you know, something's been going on and something's been sticking in your crawl and you just, again, got to figure it out and you want to figure it out. Well, that's where BetterHelp could come into play. If you're thinking about starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Right, designed to be flexible, and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash locked on. You'll get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P.com/slash locked on. Again, BetterHelp.com/slash locked on. You'll get ten percent off your first month. Better H-E-L-P.com/slash locked on.
1: You're locked on Raiders. Your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team. Every day.
0: Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Your calls and texts. draft at that Locked On Raider podcast voicemail line, 707-654-4693. Let's start things off with a very lengthy text from Big Drew. Texting out of H-Town, Houston. Here we go. He says, yo, what up, Q? Big Drew out of Houston. There's something that I want to address with our new offensive coordinator that I know Raider Nation will want not want to hear, and that's the fact that we can kiss the idea of Jaden Daniels goodbye. In my opinion, Fields and Daniels are very similar quarterbacks. I will say I do believe this is do believe Daniels is a lot more accurate than Fields and even more polished coming out than Fields was. However, I think a blind man could see that they have very similar skill sets. If not the eye test, then look at the numbers. 2019, Fields, 3,273 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, with 484 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. 2023, Daniels, 3,812 passing yards, 40 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, with 1,134 rushing yards and 10 TDs. Daniels is obviously a better runner. I'd compare him more Lamar in that aspect. But aside from that, those numbers are nearly identical. So what am I saying? That Daniels is as bad bad as Fields? No, not at all. I think Daniels has a way higher ceiling than Fields. The issue is that they're cut from the same cloth, meaning Getze has the blueprint on every reason why Daniels and Getze would be a part of two of Fields and Getze. You can be as optimistic as you want, but I don't see how Daniels would work in a Luke Getze West Coast offense. Pretty bummed about this OC decision. I do have faith with the correct quarterback, but Daniels would not be the right fit. I like the idea of Penix and, heck, even Wilson with this particular offense, but I do think we're limited at viable options for quarterback with this specific coordinator. Of course, it's just my opinion, but I feel very strongly about this one. Anyway, appreciate and support everything that you do. Q, just win, baby. Big Drew out very detailed text. And guess what? Not wrong. It's not wrong. As much as I want to see and Jaden Daniels' is QB1 for me in the upcoming draft, unless it was just a Justin Fields disconnect with Luke Getsey. He's not wrong about the style, right? I think that uh, Fields is not as good of a quarterback as Jaden Daniels. I think he does have similar skill sets, though, as a Jaden Daniels. And so that probably is not the right guy for a a Luke Getzi run offense. And even when you heard the conversation in segment number two of Peter Bukowski, he mentioned guys like J.J. McCarthy. He mentioned guys like Michael Penix, you know, guys like that, Kirk Cousins. He didn't mention Jaden Daniels, (laughs) right? So uh, it just just didn't seem like that that really is the same style that would work with the Luke Getsy ran offense, but you never know. AP is in charge. I know AP has a great relationship with Jaden Daniels, and I really true, in my, truly in my heart believe that he wants Jaden Daniels as the quarterback. But, again, it's about winning games. It's about having the best fit for your team with what you want to do, and we'll see what it looks like. But uh, you bring up some great points right there. And, again, not saying that Jaden Daniels is a bad quarterback and, and, and him and Justin Fields are the same quarterback, but when you talk about the same – similarities as far as skill set. You're spot on. Thanks so much for that text. I do appreciate you. Uh, Up next is a call from Big E in the 209. He's calling to talk about the addition to Getzee and the potential of the next quarterback that could be in play for the Silver and Black. Here he is, Big E in the 209.
3: What up, Q? Big E over here, 209. Uh, So it's official, the reports about Luke Getzee being hired and everything. And I I don't think Raider Nation should get up in arms about about, uh, the hire in the first place. There's a lot of – I mean, there's a lot of different types of teams in the National Football League, and just maybe the organization, the Bears organization, didn't work for him, you know. And um, I was reading a a couple articles saying he is well-respected around the league, whatever that means. Um, So I just think we should give the guy a chance before we knock him. Um, There's a reason why he's still getting um, calls for offensive coordinator. Um, But with that being said, I feel like we should still be trying to put him in the best position to win. Um now I have been hearing different things from different sources saying that the Raiders are linked to uh, Jaden Daniels like their plan A is to trade up for Day- Jaden Daniels. But I wanted to get from you, I mean, would do you think obviously we all want Jaden Daniels, but would it make sense to pair um Luke Getze with the same type of quarterback uh, kind of he had in Chicago and wasn't successful with? Um I don't just don't think that would make much sense to pair him back with the same one, even though there's a different staff, um, different head coach and all that stuff. And I from what you were saying on your show, he was simply in, in, uh, implementing the head coaches his, before his plan. So um I just don't think that it would be smart to do that, the same type of quarterback. But either way, I mean, I just don't think we're going to be able to trade up that far anyway. So my best option that I think, the plan B or C, I think should be to sign somebody like, uh, Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins, and then draft a Bo- – uh, Not no, no not Bowden, excuse me, Michael Penix Jr., because I think he's like one of the best passers um, in the draft. And then you roll with that. So, anyways, wanted to uh, get your thoughts on that, Q, but uh, have fun down there at uh, Media Row. Sounds like it's a bunch of fun. I wish I had time to pass by there. Have a good one, Q. Talk to you later.
0: Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. And, yeah, Getsy's all the feedback I've been receiving here on Radio Row is that he is indeed a guy who's well-respected. He'll believe he'll do some great things for the Raiders. Again, the quarterback question is a good one. Big Drew pointed out the same thing, right? And I don't believe that they're the same quarterback, as I mentioned before. Daniels is a much better passer than Fields, but Styles, for sure, that could be something. uh, It's a wait-and-see type situation. You know, who's going to be the quarterback? Aiden O'Connell's earned the right to be in that room, and we'll see what additions the Raiders bring. But again, the one thing that I'll say is that AP is big on Jaden Daniels, and that could be the deciding factor. He could say, you know what, if I'm going to, get fired right which is what every coach does they're 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 getting hired to get fired right if he's going to go out there and lose his job he wants to lose his job with his guy so he may you know push to do everything he can to get his guy i'm not saying that's going to happen but he very well could i mean that's what i'd want to say hey if i'm going to get fired anyway uh which you know every coach will tell you the minute that they uh you know get hired they're uh they're they're working on their resume because they're getting fired at some point right unless they're just one of these coaches that are super uh, successful and end up winning a bunch of Lombardis or whatever, you know, like Bill Belichick and Andy Reid and, you know, guys like that that have had so much success. It just it, it just happens. So he might be saying, hey, you know, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out with my guy. Now, again, Don't. I'm not saying that that's what's happening, but I could see it happening. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate you. Up next, I got a text from KC in the Yeah area. It says Q, it's KC from the yay yeah and the A. I'll be rocking with your show every day. Your show is whole vibe, bro. Keep it up. Much respect. Now, Getz's offense didn't fields, uh, didn't do fields uh, very good, right? Does Luke pick his own staff or what? Is he targeting anyone that we know of? Hey, first time texting Texas, but not the last. Raiders, that's KC and the yay. And no, uh, Getz's offense and and Justin Fields didn't they didn't get along. They didn't mesh. They didn't coexist. Was that a personality thing? Was that a skill set thing? And not knowing how to use the Justin Fields as a quarterback? Was he based it off of what you know what the head coach was telling him? Who knows? But it that didn't mesh in chicago at all and that's uh, number one reason why i don't see justin fields as being a uh you know a viable option for the raiders moving forward i just can't see those two being paired together thanks so much for the text i appreciate you please do not let that be the last text you send in up next got a quick call from raider x he's calling with a quick question about a certain quarterback sitting on top of the draft board in april where does he where he does or where he doesn't want to play here he is raider x
4: hey q this is raider x really quick Want to get your uh, your knowledge out there because you're out there on uh, Media Row. Oh, is there any truth to that that Caleb uh, Williams uh, a rumor that uh, he doesn't want to go to the Bears? If so, just get your thoughts on how that plays out for the other teams, or possibly the Raiders. Raider X
0: out. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. And yeah, I mean, I haven't heard anything about that rumor out here on Radio Row. I've heard the rumor before that Caleb Williams doesn't want to play in Chicago, but I haven't heard that like official. I've seen it out there on Twitter. Uh, Based off some Twitter accounts that are, you know, not really real people or real accounts, more just kind of like, you know, just they they just generate topics or they steal stuff from other people's accounts. So I I don't know. 100% know if that's accurate. Uh, Of course, we'll do some due diligence, but there's a lot of time between now and the draft, and we'll find out sooner rather than later where Caleb Williams wants to play. I'll say this. If anything, I think there's a good chance that he ends up in Washington with Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, I think that's another reason why the commanders really wanted him to try to land him. Just in case he doesn't want to play in Chicago, maybe Washington can move up. Instead of having to move up 12 spots or 13 spots, they only got to move up one spot, and so the Bears could still get a top-notch player at number two if they in fact do decide to trade that picks uh up next got a text just got a couple more got a text from big old raider says q big o from az here any chance you'll get to interview the great greg papa would love to hear what he thinks of his old raiders anyway keep grinding go raiders that's big old raider and yeah it's funny man i'm looking as i'm sitting here right now i'm looking right over uh, kind of diagonal. If we were playing connect forward, we'd be able to connect. <laughs> That's where uh, the KMBR table is. I've talked to Greg Papa multiple times since I've been here. I've invited him on our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas. Can't put him on Raider Nation Radio 920 as he is, you know, uh, not not a uh, not a Raider play-by-play guy anymore, but definitely can get him on ESPN Las Vegas and uh, definitely will try to pull him to the side and do something with, with them uh, on my own for the podcast, something podcast exclusive. That'd be great to get Greg Papa. Good friend, a uh, good dude. Obviously, I'm a big fan of his work. Uh, him and Kevin Harlan are my two favorite play-by-play callers uh, ever, uh, just because I grew up on Greg Papa and was able to understand and see the game so much better by listening to him describe it as a play-by-play man for the silver and black. One more call we'll get in as we wrap up today's show. This one's from Born Raider. He's calling to talk about the hiring of Getty and what that could potentially mean for the future or current quarterback. With the silver and black, here he is, Born Raider out of Oklahoma.
4: Hey, what's up, Q? It's Born Raider here, man, from Owasso, Oklahoma. Uh, I see that we got the old Bears' OC, man, and I'm kind of hoping this doesn't lead us to Justin Field because I see a lot of red flags with him. His stats aren't very good, man. Three years as a starter, 40 passing TDs, and 30 interceptions and in only one 300-yard game. That's not too good. And you can blame the Bears all you want and say they that he had a bad team he played on But good QBs make bad teams look better. Historically, over the last 20 years, the Raiders have been the same as the Bears. Why would we think that their mistake could be our future? So I'm kind of hoping that they hired Getty, thinking that maybe Justin Fields was the problem and that maybe we could get out there and trade up in the draft and get our guy or maybe McCarthy. I don't think that Bo Nix will be around, and I think that Penix got some red flags with his injury history and his age. So... Tell me what you think, man.
0: Thank you. Thank you for the call, my man. I appreciate you. And yeah, that's, a, that's the thing. I absolutely do not expect to see Fields with the Raiders after the Getse hire at all, right? Courtney Cronin pointed that out from ESPN. She covered the Bears like a glove, and she was like, yeah, that's not that's not going to happen. Uh, the Raiders, in my opinion, are showing that they believe Fields was the problem, not Getse, by making this hire. We'll see if they're right. Uh, but I do not expect to see Justin Fields at all. Uh, anyone who thought that that was going to happen, I think that 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 pipe dream is a done deal for sure. Now that Getsy has been hired officially. So thanks so much for that. I do appreciate you. Uh, We'll get to more texts. I got a text from Raider Rob in Houston. We'll get that. Got some more calls. We'll get some more uh, news and notes from Radio Row uh, coming up later on today. Who knows who I'll be able to talk to and who who knows who I'll be walking and talking with. It's an everyday thing. So we got to make it keep on going, right? Keep the party rolling. Why not? Of course, we'll have plenty of conversation surrounding the silver and black as we're going to be hitting day three uh, of Radio Row at Mandalay Bay's Convention Center. So until uh, tomorrow, Raider Nation, take care of yourself. Take uh, take care of your family. Uh, Love on your family. How do I say that? I've messed it up. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Love on your family. There you go. (laughs) And as always, Raider Nation, just win, baby. Excuse me, it's late.